Chapter 1 New York City, April 10, 1867 On the other side of the door was her last resort, either this or prostitution, and prostitution was not a choice. She couldn't raise Marianne in that environment, nor, if truth be told, could she lower herself to live like that. At least this way there would be some stability in her little girl's life. Sarah took a deep breath, turned the knob, and walked through the door to a better future for her daughter and, if she were lucky, for herself. The office was small and precisely kept. A single desk with a straight high-backed wooden chair, one in front and one behind, sat in the middle of the room. She'd noticed the flowered curtains were open on the way in, tied to the side. The small area was flooded with dazzling afternoon light. The walls were whitewashed and the desk well-organized. There were several tables with neat piles of files along one wall. The other wall held several rows of pictures of women and men, none smiling, as that was the way pictures were taken, but all appeared to be wedding pictures. Below each picture was a small brass plate with the names of the bride and groom and the date of the wedding. A small woman in her late thirties with fiery red hair sat behind the desk. When Sarah got closer, she saw gorgeous dark blue eyes behind the wire-rimmed glasses perched on the end of her nose. Her eyes were so dark a blue they could almost be called violet. They were striking and clear, honesty shone from them, along with a no-nonsense attitude. "'May I help you?' the woman asked. "'Um, yes,' My name is Sarah Johnson. I saw your advertisement for mail-order brides. The woman looked Sarah over, taking in her clothes, her hands clasped in front of her and ending at her face. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Margaret Selby, and I own Matchmaker & Company. Please sit down. You're older than the women we usually have. You're also better dressed and don't appear to be hungry. What would bring someone like you to my door? I've been living with my great-aunt. She passed away suddenly two weeks ago, and the lawyer says I need to find other lodgings. My cousin William has inherited everything except a small stipend she left for me. William is selling everything. Marianne and I have nowhere else to go. Marianne? My daughter. So you're a widow? Now was not the time to be less than truthful if she wanted this woman's help. No. I see. How old are you, Miss Johnson? I'm twenty-eight. And your daughter? Marianne is five. Tell me, Miss Johnson, how did you come to find yourself with child at age twenty-two without being married? Surely you knew how those things happened by that age? My fiancé was killed at Bull Run. I understand. Many fine men were killed there and throughout the war. Yes, there were. Lee and I planned on marrying before he left. He still had two weeks before he was supposed to go back. He was sure the war wouldn't last long. She sniffled and blew her nose into her handkerchief. They called him back early, and then he was killed. No need to go into further detail, Miss Johnson. Let's get down to business, shall we? Sarah sat straight in the chair. Yes, of course. She was more nervous now than she had been showing up on Aunt Gertrude's doorstep six years ago, pregnant and unwed. 
They'd planned on putting out the story that Lee was her husband, but one of the servants overheard and passed the information on to the other servants, some of them in the homes of her aunt's friends. Aunt Gertrude took it all in stride. She actually handled it far better than Sarah had. She'd cried for days until Gertrude shook her and said to get under control and stop feeling sorry for herself. So she'd had her beautiful Marianne and was raising her with Aunt Gertrude's help. She would be missed for so many reasons. Miss Johnson, Miss Johnson, Margaret snapped her fingers, bringing Sarah back from her memories. Yes, Miss Selby, I'm sorry. It's Mrs. Selby. Now please pay attention. I have several candidates that might work for you, two farmers in Kansas and a rancher in the Colorado Territory. Do you have a recommendation? Well, neither farmer has children, though they are not unwilling to consider a woman with children.